is Adam, and we had the opportunity to speak with Emily Armstrong of the band Dead Sarah over Zoom video. Emily was born and raised in Los Angeles. She talks about that and how she got into music. She picked up guitar while in middle school and immediately wanted to start a band. She picked up a guitar, started writing songs, starts a band in middle school, and this band is playing out. She talks about that, her early, early shows. Emily also talks about meeting Susie for the first time when they're around 15, 16 years old. And that was the early incarnations of what became Dead Sarah. Emily talks to us about the success of the song Weatherman, getting signed to a major label, and how the pandemic affected this brand new record, Ain't It Tragic. You can watch our interview with Emily Armstrong on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. We'd love it if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Dead Sarah. Uh, my name is Adam. I appreciate you doing this. Uh, this podcast is about you, your journey in music, and we'll talk about the new record you're putting out with Dead Sarah. Great. You have all day? I do. Do you have all day? <laughs> I got nowhere to be. <laughs> it's a long one. Okay. Well, where were you born and raised? Let's start there. Well, LA. Oh, okay. You're from originally from LA? Yeah. Well, I mean, we all are. Our, the whole band is... That's cool. I'm from San Diego. Not a whole lot oh, of us born and raised in, in Southern California. Are you a Padres fan? Um, no. a little bit. Not okay. a not, not a huge. I like the Padres uh, in the '90s when they had like Tony Gwynn and stuff. But I never like kept liking them. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, I get it. A Dodgers fan. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like the rivalry right now. Oh, I sure. Wanted to, I wanted to talk about this. <laughs> I haven't really honestly been following. I moved to Nashville about six months ago. Oh, um, sick. Yeah, we love it here. Hence nothing behind you? Right. Yeah, well, actually, we, I was just telling Jenny, we just moved into the, our house. We were waiting for our house for six months while we were here. Oh, so cool. Just moved in. Um, and so Where in Nashville? Actually, uh, south by Franklin. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. So down there and, and the birds. My girlfriend's from there. Yeah. So I go there a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. So I started, that's like the, the other place that I go to more than fucking here in LA, just sitting is, here is, rotting in LA. She's from where? South of Nashville? Down here no, in, she's, in the burbs? Um, oh. No, 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 no. Uh, God, what is it? I just want to say Bel Air, but it's not Bel Air. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been there. It's uh, up like the richer area. Oh, um, like posh. <laughs> you screwed me up by saying Bel Air. I know. See, <laughs> uh, Brentwood, close to Brentwood, okay. not that posh. Okay, I'm not sure then. Fuck, I can't believe I'm forgetting it. Anyway, it's a nice spot. <laughs> it is. Okay. It really is. But it's not like like where you guys are, which is like cooler. I, I think like more. I mean, I know Franklin's a little bit out of the way, but like. I haven't, I haven't been able to go to Franklin very often because we don't know as many people out there, but mm -hmm. it's nice. We want to get yeah. to it. Yeah. We have two yeah. kids. So it's like one of those things where it's so school cool. district is like key and everything. Yeah. Else. But so uh, cool. Yeah. We love it here, but I love growing up in Southern California as well. So we'll talk, talk to me about growing up in LA because that is quite different than growing up in San Diego. I mean, there's a lot more happening all the time. It's LA. true. I mean, 
I, I feel like I think I would have been better off like growing up somewhere like Franklin. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I love a smaller, I don't know, like for family and stuff like that. But anyway, I mean, I, I don't know any difference. So I don't know how to really explain growing up here, you know, um, all I can kind of really say is like, when I go to a smaller town, I'm like, God, it's so much more like homey, you know, right. and like a bigger city. It's just kind of like everything, like you were saying, there's so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, which is kind of cool, you know, a lot of diversity and stuff. Um, but a lot of crimes. So, um, I think at like, you know, the late nineties, the early, the, the mid nineties, um, my parents were like, yeah, there's way too much crime right now. So I went to um, a boarding school like in Santa Clarita for a bit. Okay. Yeah. And then there I learned to play guitar and just kind of hunkered down a little bit, which is kind of great for me, for somebody who was very, very high energy all mm-hmm. the time. I was able to just kind of hone in and focus. And I just made a band and we that's all I did, you know, there. And then I went to high school up here, um, like La Cunata, like, Oh, Mm -hmm. like right outside. Yeah. Um, and then from there I started a band with Susie and then. Wow. Okay. That's kind of been the, but it's been music driven, like since, you know, the age of 11. Wow. So you started a band that early on. I mean, in middle school, it sounds like. Yeah. I was like, that was all like, once I picked up guitar, I was like, Oh, this is it. Yeah. Was guitar but your first instrument? Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't like, I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to be this. I was just like, I really want to start a band, you know? And I want to be a really good guitar player once I started like learning guitar. But like when you're kind of just there, you just learn on your own, right. you know, you have like guitar world subscriptions and like guitar player, you know? And like, mm-hmm. but still that was like way over my head, you know, just rip out the pictures and put them up. But, um, uh, it was, yeah, I mean, like I had singers in my band at the time and I just never thought of myself as a singer. And it wasn't until like we were doing, I think we went to San Diego. Was it San Diego? Where's the California state fair? Uh, the state fair. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't oh, okay. know. Anyway, There's we like played the San Diego it. fair. That was yeah. like the Del Mar fair, but it, that became like a traveling thing. <laughs> I okay. feel like there's one okay. like Alameda and like <laughs> <Yeah>. Orange County. <laughs> I wonder if the, if it's even a thing anymore. It was the state fair. Like it was the California state fair. Okay. And I remember anyway, the state fair, but I'm sure maybe it was up by Sacramento or something. Who knows? I mean, California is yeah. so big. I know. So we did like a <laughs> California tour. I remember. Okay. And we like raised money for like our school and stuff. And um, really? How was, old were was, you when you did that? It was like 14, but that was you then. You did a tour? At, I mean, it was like but not still. really a tour. Like going to like, yeah, people's mm. houses, you know, like. Wow. And then we did the California State Fair. Um, anyway, it wasn't then that I was just like, fuck, I need to be the singer because uh-huh. the other ones were a little unreliable, you know. Okay. <laughs> Even at that age, I was like, this is, this is way <laughs> too not taking this seriously. Too, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. So. What drew you to guitar? Yeah, what drew you to guitar when you were going to school there? I mean, there was like a guitar that had a, maybe three strings on it that was just kind of being passed around. Like this is the new thing that people are doing, and it's mm-hmm. a guitar. 
And um, I, I picked it up and somebody showed me, I forget how to, what it was, but I just remember looking at it going, Whoa, this is like, this is the fucking coolest thing ever. Um, and I was like, this is it. And I, I was playing sports like religiously before that, you know, I was skating. I was even playing like tag football. I was ba- a lot of basketball. Um, it was everything. Like I just loved sports. And then after that, I was just like, wait a minute, this is my out for sports <laughs> because I know I'm not going to be doing sports for very long. These boys are getting a lot bigger now. I'm not going to be so great. No, but then, uh, yeah, that's when I started playing wow. um, and a little intermittent skating. Cause I always loved skating, but like it was roller uh, skating or ice skating. Oh no. Like, uh, skateboarding. Oh, skateboarding. I yeah. love skateboarding too. That's awesome. Yeah. That's actually yeah. how I got into a lot of bands was from like yeah. the early skate videos. I mean, Sick. Yeah. they used to have oh such God. good soundtrack. I mean, I'm sure they still do. I'm just too old to still buy skate videos, but yeah. <laughs> CKY. Was was oh fun. yeah, CKY was great. It was sick. There's some trans worlds like rad videos that we used to mm-hmm. just like. Oh, it was the best, man! And yeah. we were all in bands, you know. Of course, we all bands, played music, music yeah. and skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. It was wow. great. Wow, that's rad. Okay, so um, well, you said you went to, you ended up going to high school then in Los Angeles. So you yep. stopped going to board school. You went to high school in LA, and that's when you met Susie, or like, how did is that? Ye- ye- yeah, I, I met band. her. Yeah, it okay. wasn't there. It was like um, she was mutual friends with a friend of mine, you know, okay. and it was just like, oh, dude, let's hang out. And then she was hanging out with her and we were all just kind of became like a group of friends. And and then it wasn't like till about a year into like we just hang out, drink and do whatever the fuck we would do mm-hmm. and go to shows and stuff. Fans warp to her and shit. Um, so we just like loved listening to music. She introduced me a lot more to like more grunge, um, even more uh, like punk rock, you know, because at that point I was like really heavy into like the 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. So she kind of like, we like started like sharing each other's music and stuff. And, um, and then I, re- I found out she played guitar. I was like, what do you, what you play guitar? And she knew how to tune. And I was like, you know how to fucking, t- you got an ear girl and you got the fucking, <laughs> you got the attitude to be a guitar player. I don't know why you're not a fucking, like, you're not doing this every day. Uh-huh. So it, it wasn't then. And uh, like, I, I started like, I was like, great, this is my new band. And her brother had some drums in the, the basement and I was just like, I'm going to take these. And so we started in her bedroom and, um, I was the drummer and she was a guitar player and like scream singer. And that's how we started again. And wow. it was just like so many different things. And then she was the drummer. And then I was a guitar player. We we're trying to figure it out. And we we're playing right. shows at that point. Where are you really? Um, how long? Yeah. Like, did you just pick up the drums because they were there or, or you had you played prior to that? I, I kind of pretty... knew. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> knew a little bit, you know, like we both know enough, you know, to just right. be like, this is great. And we're young enough to suck and still play. And people would be like, all right. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> but we were just so about playing music and just playing. Like we just loved going out and playing shows, you know, mm-hmm. even if there was seven people there, like that was a highlight, you know, mm-hmm. play bars and stuff around here, even up into Glendale. Um, and uh, so many, re- uh, like a, a lot of incarnations of uh, <laughs> dead Sarah, we uh, finally settled with, Sean is the drummer 
Okay. Um, we had a few others before that. And because he was not, he was no longer in another band. It was a friend's band of ours. And we were just like, dude, like we want it. We want you, you know, we were friends with him and everything. And um, it, took, it was a hes- he was a little hesitant because he was in a band that he really believed in and then he, that wasn't longer. So he had to take a moment, you know, but once he was like decided, like, this is, this is it, but we're going to fucking do it. And now he's producing our shit too. So right. like, the new album, like, you know what I mean? Like he's really come so fucking far from just being like this drummer. Um, uh, so I don't know. I don't know how I jumped that far. I feel like that was way too no far was... leap of a fucking jump. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm curious to, to know, like, how old were you guys when you started playing those early shows as Dead Sarah? So it started with to you, or was that was that called other things, or when did the yeah. the band kind of solidify? Was it it was always Dead Sarah? Oh no, God, we okay. had so many names. We had so many names. If that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So the, it, then it kind of morphed. It was always us it, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was you two, and then it kind of morphed into what became the band currently. Yeah. yeah. Got you. Okay. Yeah. And was it always just you? You guys both just wanted this for. This was your dream. Like you didn't go to school or anything like else. To, to it was no. just always music. Yeah, I just dropped out, and I was like, "Mom, um, she's like, cool, whatever." And uh, <laughs> I, I left to see, cause she knew that I always wanted to do music and it's right, like, right. Wh- why am I going to stop you and just force you to do school? It's like, this is your life, you know? Okay. Um, That's cool. So, yeah. So I was started a band. I think I was 17, 16 when we started doing shows, six, I was like 17. So Susie was like 16, 15. So it's like, she's like a year younger than I am. So around there, like we started playing shows it wasn't like every week we'd play a show. It was right. like, like every, Sorry, every God. like reincarnation of Dead Sarah, we'd play a show. So like if we had a drummer or like a, like a drummer that I had way back in the day came mm-hmm. back and he was like, yeah, dude, let's just like, I got this band going, let's do it again, you know? And that didn't last very long. And then I was the bass player for a moment and singer. And like, there was just so many. So every kind, like we'd play a show in that, like, you know, Gotcha. So, uh, um, gosh, I totally lost my train of thought. Of what, what even? No, you were we can keep going. Yeah, it's all good. Um, well, okay. So you obviously eventually land on Dead Sarah, and the first when when do oh, you yeah. start seeing some success? Like, obviously, you had a huge hit with uh, Weatherman early on, right? But, but was that kind of the turning point for you, or like, were you guys having some momentum prior to that song coming out, or was it kind of like? This guy gets I mean, the song and it just explodes. Kind of. Yeah. We, I mean, since we were playing shows, even at that age and then coming into like our early adulthood, like we were then asked by a lot of labels and stuff, you know, and we didn't, that wasn't something that was very, um, I don't know. That wasn't something that we were really thinking with. Okay. You know, like it wasn't something that we were just like, oh, we can't wait to sign to this and be this. And like, we had no idea about like, you know, the business side of things, you know, it just seemed very scary. Okay. Um, and so we were approached a lot at that time to like, uh, you know, meetings and all this kind of stuff and asking us questions like, where do you, where do you see yourself in 10 years? We're like, I don't fucking know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're 18 years old, 19 years old. Like we're not that we're just playing music, you know, we're still trying to figure it out. 
Right. But it was a lot of that kind of stuff. Like, okay. well, I think you guys should work with this producer, this guy. And we're like, we don't know these people, you know? So it was a lot of head spinning, a lot of, so then you start to get very doubtful and it, it just becomes like, well, you're very talented. You could do anything you want. And it's just kind of like started split like all this kind of like weird stuff that starts to get in the middle of what we love about music. And, mm-hmm. and then we're just like, at that point, we're just like, at each other, you know, just like, I don't want to do this anymore. And then it was like a year later where it was just like, we're still like friends. They're just kind of like trying to figure it out. I mean, we're still so young. And um, we were just like, we had an opportunity to do our own label and we're like, okay, let's do this. This seems like the fucking right thing to do now. We had a little Mm -hmm. space. Um, And then that's when uh, we had Sean and, um, and then Susie was dating the bass player at the time. so he was a guitar player and then he was just like, yeah, I'll come in to help out, you know? So he came in and that's when we started um, really honing in on that first album. Wow. And then we had, we had our friend Noah Shane at the time. He was like producing a friend's band of ours, Endless Hallway. And he was like, yeah, you guys are ready. And we're like, cool. So we just like got the money together to pay him. And we went out to Sonic Ranch in Texas and recorded it, you know? And it was our first album. So it was just like a lot of like, what is going on? You know, like mm-hmm. it was like, so he was just trying to like corral us. Like, you know, like that was his job as a producer. Like, okay, how are we going to just like get you guys in a room and like get this finished? <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, that was done. And then, you know, it just kind of took off on its own and like on our own label, you know? Okay. And then you can imagine at that point, you know, we had a lot more understanding of like what the business side was because we started doing it on our own, you mm-hmm. know, and we did miss a lot of opportunities, you know, but I think that's just part of it. And like, it's all on you, which is great. You know, you can't blame anybody else. So at that point, um, you know, on our second album, we were like, we should, we should sign to another, you know, major. We did that. And then we asked to get off and then we got our record back. So it's like, a lot of time spent in between that kind of just busting around with the fucking label side of things and mm-hmm. just like lawyer stuff. So that put like years, you know, cause you can't put anything out and right. they really take their time with these things. Like they don't really care too much. I have to say, um, but they gave us an album and then we released it and, but you know, time has passed and momentum has shifted and all that kind of stuff that goes with the, the unfortunate, uh, business of music. Um, so ever since then, I mean, now that we're with Warner, um, we're, we've you now it's been 10 years now since that first album. So mm-hmm. I feel like we have, we're gone way back to just like how we used to do it. You know, like we did this in our room, in our rehearsal room. We recorded this in our rehearsal room, you know, so there was a lot of figuring things out, but it's very exciting. And that's what I believe helps in an album, you know, Mm -hmm. and all those little things. And that's what I love about um, albums, you know, when I was growing up and there is like this weirdness to certain songs and you find out that they did it in their bedroom or it was a mm-hmm. demo and all that kind of stuff is so awesome you know and in going into this album during a pandemic it's our pandemic baby you know and so it had room for a lot of that stuff that we absolutely loved and the the authenticity of it um so you know i'm really really proud and happy 
that it turned out to be this way, mm-hmm. you know, and we took on the challenge and, um, I would, I want to say I would do it all over again, but it was a fucking hardest album to make only when I say a hardest, it's like when you don't have a help, like an engineer, you mm-hmm. don't have the proper studio, there's fucking people rehearsing next to you. The patience can be worn thin pretty fast, but it was the most fun because of the challenges like that you get to, you know, to overcome. That's what makes things fun. And, and obviously the sound of it and working very, very like retro, like um, just really going deep into yourself of Mm -hmm. like, and being able to have that cocoon for a long time, you know, could Mm -hmm. be a daunting place. You know, you don't have the distractions. You're not showing people to get some kind of reaction from a demo or a song, you know, to be like, oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, that is good. Cause he likes it. No, mm-hmm. it was like at the end of the day, is it fucking good in the morning? Is it, is it? And so Sean and I became like, we were in there six days a week, a lot of the time, just like really honing in on certain things. Like, but is it, you know? And so that's when I say it was fucking the hardest, but most rewarding. When did you guys start the record? Was it after the pandemic had started? No, it was before. Okay. So did you have to ship gears? I would imagine on how you were doing the record. So how did it start and tell me how it ended up getting to where you guys finished? Okay. I mean, we decided, okay. I mean, we, we started talking with Noah Shane again to do this album and he was like, all right guys, well, this has got to be your best album. You know, like you guys come, it's the 10 year mark and, yada 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 we've been through so much and you know so we kind of like hyped it up to be like you know we, we we're going into this and so we started writing we did some demos we showed it to warner and they were like this is great okay great you guys are on board we're gonna sign you this is good we're gonna take you and and then from there we started to get some songs together to start recording with noah like in the room you know like doing old school band production. He's in the room showing us like, no, you keep going. I'm not keep going like many, many hours. So about four songs, three songs of him doing that. And then we're like, great. We got the momentum that we need. We're going, we're just going to the studio literally a week out lockdown happens. And so we're like, okay, fuck. Well, <laughs> at that point it was like, okay, nobody knows what's going to happen. And now keep in mind, Noah has a family. He's, a, he's got a wife, he's got kids. So it wasn't until Warner were, was like, you know, just go ahead and do it at, at your rehearsal, do it at home, your respected homes, you know, be safe and let me know everything you guys need. And so we're like, okay, fuck, you know? And then Noah really helped us get like what we needed mm-hmm. sent over and all that kind of stuff and set up. And so we just started setting up and, you know, Noah was no longer in the room. It was like a FaceTime thing. We'd send him stuff and then we'd talk to him, talk to him about the song. And then we would work, 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 and then send him. And then, so it was kind of like, it became that mm-hmm. and it was working and it was working. It was working very well. And we started to find our, our rhythm in that, you know, and it became a lot of Sean just really taking it. And by the end, it was like Sean was producing it, you know? And so and it was Sean and I in there just like six days a week. Again, I was saying like, in like from, you know, early afternoon to night, you know, um, uh, and we just, we found a really great rhythm working together and yeah, that's kind of how it came. 
And it was like the last song. I just thought, isn't it tragic? And I was just like, I think that's the album. Okay. (laughs) That's how the title came about. (laughs) Literally. I went in to do one of my vocal takes. It was like one of the end vocal, like the the last song that we were recording, which was Gimme Gimme. Mm -hmm. And I just thought of it as a lyric. And I was like, ain't it tragic? And I was like, I already have all the lyrics written for this song. And and I was just like, that's a great band. Hey, Sean. And I took my, ain't it tragic? I just thought of a really cool title. And he was like, oh, that's it. Yeah, that's so fucking good. And it just stuck. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. When you said you were re- like at a rehearsal studio recording, like what was that like? You'd have to wait. <laughs> and if you heard the band next door starting, you'd have to what scrap the the session. No, we just, we just kept it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. We were just like, you know, it's, it's muffled enough. And you know, it's just, there's so many tricks of a, of a, of a studio you can do. Right. Um, so that's what I loved about it. You know, very DIY and, what goes goes you know sure it just makes it makes the story you know like Mm -hmm. it's just don't stop for that kind of thing you know it's like it used to we could have at one point you know if like you were in a studio and you're like oh there's somebody back there things get very it's like who fucking cares you know like they won't hear it at all they won't you know (laughs) and it's right you can you can't even hear it you know it's so directional you know and right well uh well, you guys are doing a, you have your headlining tour, your first one in what, three years? Yeah. Yeah. How exciting is that? Very exciting. We've, we've been rehearsing. I'm actually going to go over um, for some rehearsal right after this. Um, we have our friend that we actually made friends with, um, our neighbor during the pandemic. He's a guitar player. He's going to be joining us. <laughs> oh, really? That's yeah. cool. So I don't have to play too much guitar and it's just like, especially with this new album, there's a lot of layers that I believe would, would be unfortunate to miss. Um, so I was just like, let's get like another dude, you know? And you're like, Hey, you play guitar. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Like, you play guitar and you're really good at harmonies. Come on, <laughs> come on over. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, fuck yeah, dude, of course. So That's it's so really cool. fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so your neighbors in the be- band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys had a pl- chance to play yet? Or not at like all. Like live? Yeah, like live since the pandemic. Mm, well, we did like an online thing with okay. our, our buddies in ba- uh, Bad Flower. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, we did like a, I think there was like a few bands. It was like for his birthday and he raised some money for um, some, probably an animal charity, I believe, which is great. Okay. Nice. Um, so, yeah, we did that. Did the, the, the live stream, but not in, in front of people yet. Right. Well, yeah. that'll be I mean, exciting. we did it in front of the other bands, but... Right. <laughs> but not like in a, like a show setting. No, it's exciting. I mean, we literally, we were on tour right before the, the, the pandemic too. Uh-huh. It wasn't a headlining tour, but we were on, on the road with bad flower. And, um, we also did ship rocked as well. Oh, cool. And, and like, right after that, it was like, Oh, this thing, the Corona it was like beer. <laughs> no, but <laughs> that like- was the thing in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I remember I seeing that on like on Facebook or whatever. It was like Corona beer yeah. causes. Yeah. I'm like, what? What? what is this? Yeah. Isn't that funny? It was such a fucking, it was such, people were like, what? It, this is a joke. Like, right. come on. It's the fucking flu. Like we get it every year, whatever. <laughs> so no, year, no, two years later, we're still sitting yeah. here. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. So it kind of happened at a, at a great time. It's like, we didn't, we, it's not like we, we had like every opportunity. Like we, 
got to squeeze in, you know, some shows right before it all happened. And we got to start the album, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I, I think we're lucky in that sense, you know? Now you got um, a record and a headline tour to support it. Yeah. So yeah. That's, that's pretty incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. And I, some of the shows you guys are doing are, are amazing too. I mean, you're doing that, uh, that festival in Kentucky with like Metallica and yeah. uh, a bunch of bands on it. Are Nine you doing the Summerfest with, yeah, yeah. Uh, Alice in Chains, I think, or Jane's Addiction or somebody else. On. There's a yeah, bunch Jane's of bands Addiction. on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you're also playing the Summerfest too, which is huge. That's right. That's our first show, the 17th. Yeah. Wow. So in about 10 days. Except, yeah. I, anything, like, ah. are, are, are you guys, are you nervous at all or what? Oh, yeah. I'm just okay. talking about it. I'm just like, <laughs> fucking, That's fine. Yeah, well, shaking. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure you guys will kill it. You've been doing this for 10 years, you said. Exactly. Years. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much, Emily, for doing this. I really appreciate it. Dude, thank you. Um, I have one more question for you, though, real quick. Okay. Uh, do you have any advice for aspiring artists? Just don't do it. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, just give up. <laughs> give up. Give up now. I told you, like, it's been 10 years and we're still trying to do this. Um, no. Uh, you know what I've learned through it all? It's just sticking to what you know is you. I don't know. It's so hard to say it without sounding so cliche, but if there's every, any doubt, just don't do it. You know, like always stick to your gut feeling about something, even when it comes to business. Um, usually the first reaction is the, the, the proper one. The first thought. Don't, you know, don't like mull it over too much. Don't overthink too much. Just what you got to do, what's like innate for you and what's, um, what's true for you. You know, and that goes in so many different levels. 